I'm Ava Hartling. Welcome to The Brand is Female. I created this podcast so that powerful women would share their journey to unlocking their own potential, to empower others, and to inspire change. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on the podcast app of your choice. This week, we're going across the pond, and you will hear my interview with London-based Camille Fayette. She's the founder and owner of Pharmacy, London's most popular plant-based restaurant, one of Nutting Hill's hottest addresses. Camilla may be the daughter of former Herod's owner, Mohamed Al-Fayed, but she's built her very own empire. And Pharmacy was created because Camilla felt there was nowhere in London that offered the sort of food she and her friends wanted to eat, which other places such as California are known to offer on every street corner. If you like today's show, as always, please subscribe, rate and review on the podcast app of your choice. And now let's hear my conversation with Camilla. We're here in uh, your restaurant pharmacy um, in Notting Hill, and I had the pleasure to eat here on the weekend, and it was fantastic. Um, tell me a little bit more about the concept behind pharmacy and what inspired you to create the, the platform in a restaurant. Um, okay, where do I start? Uh, so I think the concept around pharmacy is eating well, mm-hmm. eating whole foods, um, we're a big believer in um, starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. So we have a what what would you call a scratch kitchen? So we make everything from, um, well, pretty much yeah, from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, we believe in whole food, organic, plant-based eating, mm-hmm. and I think that is um, very much the kind of concept um, with what we do. And it is farm to table. Hence the name pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually have our own farm, so we are very much um, engaged with the aspect of natural farming, biodynamic farming, mm-hmm. organic farming, mm-hmm. and I think that is um, the real bones of what we do here. Mm-hmm. Is um, constantly, I suppose, reminding our customers, but also very much the staff and the people that work here that it is a full circle, it's an ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And that ecosystem to us is incredibly important to well-being, Mm -hmm. health, happiness, and understanding where food comes from. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's that's the concept. And did you always know you wanted to run your own restaurant, open your own restaurant, or how how did that happen, that you had the idea one day to, to create the establishment? I've always been uh, obsessed with food. Mm-hmm. I think I have an obsession of um, you know, good quality food, understanding where food comes from. Um, it's very much, um, I suppose, a passion of mine mm. and n- really turning that passion into then a business has been, I suppose, the ultimate goal for me in, in my life and, and I suppose my um, yeah, in the steps of, of starting the business. Right. So um, it's very much um, it's a it's a passion-led business. Mm-hmm. When did you start thinking about the concept for pharmacy? Uh, I started about five years ago, 
Um, and again, very much through my own, um, I suppose, if you want to call it biohacking, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, my own experimenting. And I think that I've always been a passionate, I would not call myself a chef, I would call myself a cook. Mm -hmm. um, I've been a passionate cook at home. I love food. I love cooking and preparing and all... I suppose I was just very much experimenting with different types of food mm. and well especially plant-based vegan food mm -hmm. um, and just trying them on myself my friends my family before um, I suppose the concept um, of pharmacy came about mm -hmm. um, but it was five years ago that I decided that this was very much um, I wanted to take this out of my home and into you know to try and commercialize and and, mm -hmm. and, and bring it to the public. yeah bring it to the public so we it took about a year's planning um so that takes us then four years ago um, and we opened our doors three years ago mm -hmm. so we've been up and running for three years now um we just celebrated our third birthday in april happy birthday thank Congratulations. you very much um so it's been yeah it's been an incredible journey mm -hmm. And were there any specific health reasons that kind of drove you to want to adopt a plant-based or, or vegan diet? And um, was there something in your life that led you to that, or was it just more out of you know being conscious about health in general? I think, um, listen, it was it was actually the total opposite. It was um, a lack of mm. you know conscious understanding of what health was. And I think in my late teens, my early twenties. Um, you know, I love junk food. I really push my body to the max. I think who doesn't at that age? It was difficult to kind of, you know, comprehend back then. Also, you know, obviously being young, you know, comprehend the kind of um, the understanding of what food was actually doing to me, and especially mm. the wrong types of food. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, everything I suppose I've learned is just through my own experiences, mm -hmm. um, and obviously some of them bad experiences and really just wanting and, and really striving to learn more about the body, more about the health and what effect that food was having. And, you know, yes, I had high cholesterol, you know, in my early 20s. I had, you know, really quite, you know, it, you should not have been having the issues I had at a mm. young age. Right. And those were the markers for me to then start questioning what is it I'm eating that is changing. Number one, also my, my emotional status. You know, I was not happy, I was, you know, depressed, all of those things, anxious. And actually looking back now, it's such, a, you know, for me just to link back the emotional roller coaster that, you know, one would have as a kind of late teen and in your early 20s trying to figure out life, mm -hmm. um, you know, and then on top of it, eating bad mm -hmm. food and, mm -hmm. you know, just basically not looking after myself. It was really, um, listen, it was an amazing foundation to start from mm. because I could really understand it from the bottom up. Right. Um, and yeah, so it was very kind of self-experimental mm -hmm. and, you know, very much doing my own research and really learning from, you know, really incredible teachers and, and meeting, you know, really quite profound people that have, have pretty much taught me everything I know now. But mm. that was just through my own desperation and trying to kind of, you know, change mm. Um, you know bad habits and yeah and just try and be happy right so yeah did you have any and you mentioned uh, you know having finding out from different experts did yes. you have any role models or specific individuals who inspired you um, who you were looking up to you know in the wellness industry in general or in food specifically yeah I mean I've had kind of 
I suppose I've met many, you know, incredible people a, a, along the way, but I suppose I'd always very much look towards the holistic doctor mm. and the naturopath, yeah. the homeopath, the, um, you know, the kind of alternative medicine field. I think that the, the allopathic world is definitely, you know, something that I was, yeah, maybe, you know, it, for me it was, it was an adventure into trying to find out the reasons that were maybe not so obvious to a conventional doctor. Right. Um, and that, that search was very much kind of got me hungry to know more. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, I mean, I could pinpoint, I mean, about five or six people that were really, um, really quite instrumental in, in my, um, my well-being and my learning, mm -hmm. so yeah. Um, you were you an entrepreneur before you opened a restaurant, or would you consider this your first business venture? I I owned a fashion business mm -hmm. <laughs> for five years actually. Um, so I ran the business side um, of a brand, and it was incredibly exciting and fast pace and all the things that you would imagine the fashion industry to be, but it was something that did not feed my soul. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something for me, um, yeah, I mean, I was just itching to kind of get on with my passion and that was food and that was um, really exploring the world of food and well-being and health and all the things that I was doing at home. Mm -hmm. So yes, I suppose if that's what you want to call me, yes, this is um, <laughs> my, my, yeah my mm -hmm. second business but I mean I, I love I'd love the industry I just you know I'd love fashion and everything yeah. to do with it it's just to be you know to be part of that um, industry was actually not good for my health mm, I can see that yeah mm -hmm. and how did you go about building credibility for yourself not having owned a restaurant before uh, being a young woman you know at the helm of the of the, of the project and the restaurant um, were you, you know, welcome with open hands, you know, by suppliers in general, or yeah. in the process of setting up the business, working on your on your strategy for pharmacy, or did that just come naturally and, um, you know, it happened uh, quite easily for you? Um, it definitely didn't come easy for me. <laughs> there were a lot of challenges at the beginning, um, a lot of risks being taken. Mm. I think I felt a lot of personal fear going into it. Um, at the time, you know, when I kind of planted the seed of the concept, which was five years ago, um, I suppose this movement was very um, underground. There right. was really nothing in London yeah. mm -hmm. um, of the sort, um, especially in terms of the kind of the, the big dreams that I had um, to try and, you know, realize them. You know, people, no one believed in me, mm. <laughs> absolutely no one, even my own family, they were just like, is this crazy? Like, you know, this, <laughs> you know, you it was, what are you doing? Mm. You know, and I think that fire in my belly um, and the kind of real intuitive sense when they say go with your gut, really go with your gut, because I knew, I knew that something of the sort, the veil had lifted in terms of um, traditional, um, I suppose, wellness, um, understandings and I think look the, the food is medicine concept mm. is something that has kind of I suppose had embedded in me for many years now and I think that understanding that philosophy is something that drove the business mm. and um, that understanding that you know what I had learned and the way that I was able to heal myself through food was just incredible and I knew that this information had to get out I knew that um, you know other people felt the same way as I did right 
And I think the more and more I talk to people, especially family, friends, you know, community members, whoever it was, I, I had an inkling that people, people were waiting for something. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was, you know, a lot of hard work, a lot of fear. I mean, if I'd listened to my fear, this place never would have opened. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and just believing in myself and believing that this is um, a business with impact. Mm -hmm. It's a business that is here to do good. It's a holistic business. It's something that we are um, trying to help people, trying mm -hmm. to help people, I suppose, within this movement um, to try and make it easy for them. Mm -hmm and you know really kind of cut down the time of, of doing it at home and and just serving yummy food delicious food and mm -hmm. that's 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 predominantly what i wanted to to do mm -hmm. and you've mentioned the challenges around opening a space like this in london where especially five six years ago there wasn't very much in terms of um you know healthy healthy foods vegan plant-based yeah um, Whereas in the U.S., this was already an established trend, especially yeah, markets yeah. like L.A., where, sure. you know, that's been, they were probably, uh, they're, they're still the mecca for, for wellness, Absolutely. vegan, plant-based eating, yeah. and so Sydney, on. Sydney, Australia, I mean, mm -hmm. Australia as well, much. true. Um, so what pushed you to say, no, I'm going to do this in London, and obviously you are from London, you live in London, um, you, and, and, and how was it welcome once you did go ahead and actually I have a second question in there because you mentioned you have your own farm mm -hmm. and I'm sure that sourcing um, and finding the right suppliers so that you're getting your quality ingredients that are organic, that are wholesome, that are GMO free and so on. Um, how did that happen at the start when you, when you first opened? Um, so I think um, very much, you know, the trend was in fact, I don't really like to use the word trend because it's definitely here to stay. And I think trend for me kind of means it's coming and going. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the movement, very much established, as we said, in LA, you know, from, you know New York, um, Colorado, you know, there's a, a, a Sydney, mm -hmm. a lot of places that were, I suppose, progressively yeah. doing this yeah. and progressively understanding that this food is here for the future. This mm -hmm. is food of the future. And number one the environmental impact that it has on you know reducing meat um within your diet and i think you know that understanding was already you know it's we're, we're not the first to to, to bring that yeah, over here yeah. um but i think to do it in the uk was that's where the risk was mm -hmm. because we're not la we do not have our culture is very kind of i suppose in terms of um we need to take things lightly we need mm -hmm. to take things slowly and just introducing a concept like this is um, you know I suppose not having a lot of like radical branding and a lot mm -hmm. of just nothing in your face and just very kind of mm -hmm. subtle and that mm -hmm. subtle messaging um, I think has definitely worked well within the success of the restaurant because mm -hmm. it's not in your face it's not um, you know, you would actually walk into pharmacy and actually not know that it's a vegan restaurant. Yeah, there's not a big vegan no, on sign. No, on and I think, front. yeah, and I think it's very much, um, you know, that just fine tuning, mm. you know, that kind of the, the English culture and what they would then, I suppose, um, receive well was mm. that. Mm. Um, and again, it's the subtle messaging, um, I suppose, also just through education mm -hmm. um, and, and, the education side of things is 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 really as well a big side of what we do, mm. um, and educating people just through our menu, just very basic kind of understandings of, of you know plant-based words and 
um, I suppose technologies and under <laughs> understanding that you know that the plant-based world and the, the vegan world is not the same as your conventional um, kitchen right. so you know how to make a sunflower cheese yeah, you know right. from sunflowers is not mm -hmm. really what people would understand yeah. so just trying to break down the kind of miscommunication between um, what really is vegan food and plant-based food as opposed to um, what people were used to mm -hmm. so yeah I mean just it was very very much that the subtle messaging and I think also just understanding that you know if five years ago in London it was where you would be able to find vegan and plant-based food were very much um, the hippie joints right yeah, yeah you know the holes in the walls whatever mm. which you know served amazing food mm. but I think it was you know um, now it's transitioned from this hippie movement to a survival movement and mm. I think that's really been the success again of um, the whole the rise of the vegan right. of people understanding that it is um, a really impactful understanding of, of, of what food is. Mm -hmm. And offering it in a more elevated uh, yeah. you know, setting. concept and setting so that Absolutely. if you, you're going out for a nice meal, you may not want to be walking to the hole in the wall and then exactly. the looking joint. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, what was the biggest obstacle you faced when you started working on the business? Um, I would say, I think hiring. Mm -hmm. So, you know, chefs again, you know, trying to you know, I, I, we spend a lot of time training chefs here. We spend mm -hmm. a lot of our time, um, you know, training staff because, again, it's such a kind of, um, again, the, the technology behind the food. It's like I always say it's like, you know, science with art. Mm -hmm. And that two combined together is, you know, it's a very different understanding of the way food is usually made. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you make a, you know, egg white meringue from the water of, chickpeas <laughs> I mean it's just you know such a foreign concept right. to a conventionally trained chef yes. so you know I think there's a lot of hunger out there within the the food industry of people wanting to know now what plant-based food is and the way you make it and um, these kinds of you know techniques mm -hmm. so I think that was a challenge you know we're getting a lot we've got um, you know really fantastic chefs coming through the door and you know it's exciting I suppose this the, the speed that this is kind of taking on now that it's you know people are now more and more interested to come and learn mm -hmm. so you know we'd love to see more vegan training schools we'd mm. love to see more um, I suppose more curriculum in terms of um, the actual yeah I mean like a mm. proper a vegan chef training school there's there's very there's, there's hardly any in the world mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I mean that's very much what we focus on here is the training aspect and the education side of things mm. So chefs usually acquire their training by having spent time in a vegan establishment somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. Again, but it's, um, I suppose, the level of expertise that we require here are high. Mm -hmm. You know, we expect a high culinary standard from, you know, all of the team working here, um, uh, the chefs specifically. So it is kind of taking it up a notch. Mm. So, yeah. What's your definition of success? And I'm curious to know if that evolved over time, if I had asked you the same question a few years ago. My definition of success uh, is internal. I think happiness is an inside job. Mm -hmm. I think success is an inside job. Mm -hmm. um, it's definitely working on myself, um, feeling positive, happy, doing things I love with people I love. Mm -hmm. That's success. I think you do something, I, when you do something with love and authenticity, I think that the success will follow. Mm -hmm. I think it's, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
how do you find balance yourself as a person and on a daily basis? I mean, you're running a business, you're a mom. Um, what keeps you grounded on a day-to-day basis? What keeps me grounded is the food that I eat. Mm-hmm. Is it absolutely number one? Um, eating chemical-free foods, um, having access to education. Education is free at the end of the day. You know, informing myself, researching. Um, Understanding, I suppose, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, reading, Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. keeps me grounded. Um, Walking in nature, Mm -hmm. just being somewhere that I can feel the oxygen in my lungs, Mm -hmm, (laughs) somewhere mm -hmm. green. Okay. Yeah. That's a good start. Mm -hmm. Um, And you mentioned eating, you know, toxic-free food um, for someone, and obviously, coming here at pharmacy where we know everything on the on the menu is high quality chemical free and so on outside of a place like pharmacy or another uh, you know wellness or vegan restaurant and um, how do you make sure that the foods you consume and you choose to buy are actually the best that you could be buying for yourself um, I definitely believe in um, supporting local farmers mm-hmm. supporting local farmers markets um, you know really you know in the UK there's an abundance of amazing small holdings farms um, just you know, with a really small radius of the actual city, right. it's just all you need to do is make the effort to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's plenty online about um, various markets that have you know all certified organic, but also again, some organic farmers cannot afford the you know certification. The certification exactly. And I think again, making the time to go and visit those farms. You know, getting to know the farmer. I mean, that's that's the only way that we used to know the quality of our food before, mm. um, and I think that is something that needs to be reintroduced. Um, you know, not not knowing the aisles of the supermarket, yeah. but actually getting to know really where. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, get, getting to know your. Your, your local farmer, I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's nothing better in that. Mm-hmm. Knowing exactly where your food came from, exactly. where it was grown, who grew it, exactly. their methods. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. a big difference. Um, if you would give advice to women, who younger women who are interested in following your footsteps, opening a restaurant or a business that's wellness related, what would be the top advice you'd give them? Never give up. <laughs> For and that's sure. good for anyone I with mean, any project. I mean, never give up. And I think, again, the time is now. The time is rife, I think, you know, for small businesses or, you know, home entrepreneurs mm-hmm. or whatever it is. I think that it's it's really an amazing time to do that now. I think, you know, the massive corporations are losing their, you know, customers. You know, people do not trust those big businesses yeah. anymore. I think that the veil has lifted in terms of, um, I suppose, what the consumer um, wants to know now and I think the more and more you know people can start their own businesses you know and you know again information is free just keep researching keep looking do market research understand what else is out there mm-hmm. um, and and yeah and do it now stop talking get on with it that's the thing because there's so much that we can do and just sit around and talk about it but actually action it is a whole different is a whole different thing mm-hmm. Is there a book that you've read that marked your life or influenced your life or changed your life and maybe a book that you find yourself going back to quite often? I love The Alchemist, mm-hmm. one of my favorite books. Yeah. I think there's such a beautiful philosophy behind it. I think there's a beautiful understanding of the journey of life. Mm-hmm. I always go back to that. It's something I read like maybe 15 years ago and I pick it up 
yeah, every now and again and keep going back to that. It's a classic for you. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And is there a quote or a saying that you find repeating to yourself or to others over and over? Um, goodness me, a quote. If you can't stop thinking about it, then don't stop doing it. And I think that's important because mm -hmm. I think that's, you know, the amount of noise that one has in our head and things that just get so busy and, and I suppose, well, just with starting my own business, just the real intent to want to do something and I could not stop thinking about this business and what it could, you know, I suppose change within the industry and yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. If you could go back in time, 10 years, 15 years, is there something that you do differently, something that you wish you could change in your path? Could be personal, um, could be professional. What could I change? I try not to hold regrets. I try and let go of regrets. Mm -hmm. I think that's you know negative thinking and it's not productive in any way. Um, I laugh at my mistakes. I think that's important. Um, I like that. Yeah. It's important to love your mistakes. Absolutely. <laughs> there are no such thing as mistakes. I think they're mm. all, it's all on our personal flight plan. Mm. I think those mistakes are there for a reason that you know however hard they are however bad they are it's all it's all there mm. on the plan mm -hmm. so yeah so no changes I don't know that's a tough one I had a stylist say uh, I wish I had made some different like head, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean plenty of style one. regrets um, <laughs> plenty uh, yeah mm -hmm. and that's also part of living and learning <laughs> yeah and if we fast forward 10, 15 years from today, looking back, what's one thing that would make you the most proud? Um, I suppose leaving, um, leaving this to my children, mm -hmm. educating my kids on where food comes from, educating children in general. I'd love to be able to do more with um, mm -hmm. you know, children's education system. Really, I mean, look, they are the generation that are here to make change. Mm -hmm. um, they are very much are. Yeah, I mean, my my legacy and and what I've I suppose what I've built here would be the most proud. And are your kids interested in what you're doing with farmers? Did you talk about food a lot at home? Do you introduce them to the concept of yeah. wellness and and absolutely. You know, food is medicine? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a difficult concept to grasp. I mean, even for adults, it's difficult to understand. So I think it's, um, you know, I drip feed things in. Mm -hmm. It's definitely, you know, it's not a hot subject at home, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's, you know, we, you know, we live on the land, we live on the farm. Mm -hmm. So it's very much, you know, they know that, you know, it's, they understand where food comes from. And I think that's all they need to know right now. Mm -hmm. So I think also it's their own journey and it's much better to let them explore and do their own, make mm -hmm. their own mistakes. Yeah. And they'll grow with it and get yeah, to learn. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and not radicalize anything and just kind of make things normal. And, and mm. as long as they know that, you know, food is important, you know, they know that they know that food should not come from plastic bags. Right. You know, they know those very basic, basic understandings. Um, that's, I'm happy mm -hmm. at, at, at that now. Mm -hmm. um, is there one thing that you wish women would do more of? Listen to themselves. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. I think that's a big one for me. Listen to their bodies. Um, trust themselves. Yeah. 
so connect with their intuition. Absolutely, absolutely. I think we're so quick to listen to others these days. I think we're so quick to find answers on the internet. I think we're so quick to find answers in a book, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But we have that inner wisdom, we all do. Um, however educated or not, we all have that in inner wisdom that we can tap into. Mm -hmm. um, so that's crucial. And I'm only just learning that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm right at the beginning. Yeah. So, but yeah. What are some of the ways that you try to connect with your intuition and listen to yourself a little bit more? Um, I mean, for sure, being in nature, mm -hmm. surrounding, you know, surrounding myself with, um, you know, even if it's a walk in the park, you know, just, just being outdoors, I think, is, is, is huge. Just kind of getting out of the Wi-Fi zones. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. Switching off the phone, I think, mm -hmm. is crucial. I think that, you know, actually really consciously yeah, being you know, take, taking yourself out of Wi-Fi environments yeah. are, are really, really important. I think, especially in this day and age. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, if that's through meditation, if that's through stretching, if mm -hmm. that's through yoga, whatever it is, but just that connect, you know, from body to mind, mm -hmm. I think is is definitely a key to listening to yourself. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and just hearing again that inner wisdom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's next for you, Camilla? And what's next for pharmacy? Um, what's next for me? I think, um, God, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> um, I'm just, you know, taking as taking it as it comes. I think it's, um, you know, it's a really exciting time to have a plant-based business. I think it's really exciting that mm -hmm. people are, you know, taking it on board so so well. And, you know, I think what's next for the business is we're actually opening in New York. Um, in September, which is incredibly exciting. exciting, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and we are launching a product line, so food products. Wonderful. Yeah, and um, yeah, opening another, opening another space in, in the UK. Mm -hmm. So, lots on the cards. So. And the products will you be selling uh, through your own platforms, or is it something that you'll be going? Doing yeah, we'll be selling um, first of all through our own platforms, mm -hmm. through our website. Um, so, yeah, watch out. Thank you so much. Thank you for so talking much. with me. Yeah, and thank you. It was fantastic discovering pharmacy. I'll be back for sure. Thank and I'll you. be testing your new spot in New York when you do open. Uh, amazing. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you to Camilla for a fantastic interview. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. You can follow us on Instagram at thebrandisfemale. You can visit thebrandisfemale.com. I'll be back in a week with a new guest on the show. Thank you so much for listening.